good time of the day, and welcome to another episode of And When I Say I Mean, I am your co-host, Adrian. And I am your co-host, Austin. Welcome, Austin. I don't know why I welcomed you to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what you did this week. Um... I I feel like I did not do much this week. I I didn't have any events planned for this weekend, so mm-hmm. I did mostly nothing, um, which was kind of nice. Uh, but then I like it's it's that weird conflict, you know, of like, oh, I did like nothing today. Maybe I should have done something today, but also not wanting to do anything at all. Fair. Um, Fair. So that was my Saturday. Uh, other days were in this week, um, and I likely did things during them, uh, <laughs> but nothing groundbreaking, I guess, uh, which is kind of like, oh, uh, my friend Luke, he has kids, and yeah. every time I see his kids, they ask me what team I am on Pokemon Go, and what my strongest Pokemon is, and I tell them... I think my strongest Pokemon is an Execute. And they're like, oh, we have an Executor. And I'm like, no, just an Execute because I haven't played <laughs> since <laughs> the month it came out. Yeah. Um, so, and Anthony's always telling me, Anthony from Pittsburgh, one of our longtime fans, <laughs> is always telling me, hey, Austin, <laughs> there's a Metagross event this weekend. Hey, there's Mewtwo's in raids. So I installed the app again. Um, so I oh, was, wow, you actually did. Yeah. I was wandering around Potsdam just catching like a, a million drowsy. For some reason, uh-huh. there's like only drowsy in the world right now. Interesting. Um, and then I take that hot tip about Mewtwo's, and there was a Mewtwo raid in the student center sometime this week. And I go there, and the Mewtwo's CP is like 60,000. Like... The highest CP, which is combat points or something, the mm-hmm. highest CP Pokemon that I have is like 500 because I haven't played for two years, and right. every everything that I have is bad. My my best Pokemon now is I think it's a slow bro. So wow, that that if you know anything about Pokemon, That's you, you have a good idea of how poor things are going. So, but now I can tell Luke's kids Sunday if they're around. Hey, Team Zapdos. No, I'm Team uh, Articuno. Which is what Arcana? Uh, no, it's What's like it Valor or something. Valor. I was gonna make a Fair. Divergent joke, but I have no idea what the Divergent factions are called, so um, kind of fell flat there. Aquemini. Did you say Aquemini? <laughs> Aquemini. <laughs> That's just as much not a real word. <laughs> it's a, it's an outcast album. Oh man. Um So what, what are the factions in Belgium? I don't know, man. I've never read it. Me neither. I've seen the movie. I actually saw the second movie on an airplane. Yeah. And like that's a movie that's not even worth watching on an airplane. Let me tell you, it is so bad. I've heard that. So bad. Didn't the last one go straight to DVD? Probably. Nice. No idea. Well done. Fake Hunger Games. It's like the ultimate insult. Yeah. 
Yeah. Straight to DVD. We should start using that as an insult. Uh, like, you, you're straight to DVD? Like, or like, <laughs> you're so bad at basketball, would you, you would go straight to DVD or something like that. I don't know. It's not going to catch on? I don't know. Fair. So, I, if you can't tell, not a lot has happened this week. You had a, just a boring week. It was just very regular. Hmm. Hmm. Extra regular. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's good. Maybe you did something more exciting than me. I did. For instance, today I bought a car. Nice. Um, what type of car? What's the make and mile and mileage? What that's it is mile. a. Because I you said model. make and mile and mileage. <laughs> um, it is a Subaru Impreza. Wow! Shout out to the Impreza car gang. Twins now. Yeah. Not only are we twins in real life, but our cars are what twins. What kind? Like what? Did you get the sporty or the looks like a a station wagon in present? It's a hatchback. Okay. But apparently apparently hatchbacks are sporty. Uh, oh okay. The house that I live in like is divided. It looks like a station wagon one? No no no. I I I'm trying to what year is yours? Uh two thousand ten. Okay, mine's a twenty fifteen. Ooh. Um so, I, I don't think it looks like a station wagon. Like, it doesn't look like the old Outbacks that everybody used to have in high school. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, I was imagining a whatever that word you just said was. Outback? Yeah. Yeah. One of my former roommates had one of those, mm-hmm. or housemates. So, I w- that looks like a station wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It doesn't look like that. It looks more like yours. Yeah, I just sure. Googled it, so. Okay, yeah. Um... And it's like metallic gray, I think is the color. Okay. Manual transmission. Nice. Yeah. 26,000 miles. It doesn't have like the option to switch between manual and automatic like mine? No, it's just manual that's the whole good, time. That's good because that's a stupid option. And I recently, this car is approximately 20 years younger than the car I'm currently driving. And let me tell you, it's quite the upgrade. Yeah, I believe um, that. It doesn't yeah. rattle uproariously whenever you start it. Yep. Um, it has Bluetooth as opposed nice. to the cassette tape that my current car has. I, I'm just going to say your cassette tape was was much more reliable than many things. Yeah. It has built-in Bluetooth, so I think that's going to be pretty reliable. But yeah, the cassette that's tape – true. The, the cassette tape, let me tell you, is it's prime. The only problem is, so I bought the car today, but the problem is I couldn't pay for all of it because apparently my debit card has a limit on the amount of money that I can withdraw. Uh, that makes sense. In a day, which does make sense. And I'm, I'm thankful that my bank is doing that for like 99.9% of the time. That I'm thankful that that's a feature. Yeah. But for the one time, you know, that point oh one percent where I'm trying to buy a car. Right, right. Um, it'd be nice. I suppose I could have maybe called them. Oh, also, and, and like, nobody has checks these days. And by nobody, I mean I definitely don't have you checks. You don't have checks? I did at one point, and then I used them all. And then 
I came to the stark realization that your bank doesn't give you free checks and you have to buy checks. Yeah, that was like that's the stupidest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I I'll admit that was a that was a tough pill to swallow. Like what is this? So yeah, that's that was that's the big thing. And I've I've now decided that the five guys that I go to is now like the anytime I do something like monumental in my life, I need to go to this five guys. So the first time I ever went to this five guys was after my interview at TurboCam. Okay. I went to this five guys and now I bought a car and then I went to this five guys. So um, who knows what's next, but have you heard back from mom and dad? Cause they apparently had the, the same reaction as me to the, the peanut butter shakes. So, yeah, uh, this Zach also falling flat. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's bring this back up because okay. Zach from State College, another faithful listener, aka our brother, also texted me and said, "Yo, there was too much hype. The peanut butter shakes is a lie." That sounds and exactly like Zach from State College. I can't believe it because I I try not to overhype things. That's one of my like guiding principles. Mottos. What? That's a weird motto. It's not a motto. It's just like uh, things are better. It's it's always better when you experience something. It's better than your than you think it is. So therefore, I don't necessarily yeah. like hype that much because I don't want to overhype things. I thought that this was safe, right? But apparently, I have set this precedent <laughs> that Adrian never hypes <laughs> things up. So if he's saying it's the greatest thing in the world, it literally is the greatest thing in the world. Unlike Zach, who says things are the greatest thing in the yeah. world every single day. Yeah. So, literally everyone in my family has had a peanut butter milkshake from we Five Guys. Since I, too. I don't know. Probably, but who knows. And every single one of them has told me it's not as good as what I said it was going to be. Yeah. So, from now on... There's going to be an even less hype. Okay, great. <laughs> but regardless, their burgers are still very good and their french fries. That was no, one of some true. of the best their french fries I've ever had in my life today because I was so hungry. Didn't I went, get out of there until okay, like 8 o'clock. When I went to Five Guys, I didn't get fries. And the cashier Mistake. looked at me like I was <laughs> like a, a child murderer. <laughs> I think those are comparable. <laughs> Only child murderers go to Five Guys and don't order fries. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's a, apparently a, a mistake. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, did anything else happen this week? I don't know. I can't think that far back. Um, yeah, it's pretty standard. Um but anyways, do you know, Austin, quiz time, do you know what happened last night? Um, many things. Can you be okay. more specific? Yes. Um, basic, they're, they're, how do I ask this without giving it away? The Leafs won. I was going to say, by the way, to prompt you on what you did this week, I was going to say that you watched a lot of hockey. I did watch a lot of hockey. That's basically what you did. No, the Leafs did not win. Um, yes, they did. I'm sorry. They did win, but that's not what happened yet last night. Um, I think it was um, it was broadcast on television, um, not baseball or the Leafs game because that I realized uh, probably also broadcast on it television. It was broadcast on television on a Tuesday. Yeah, 
um, the month before the elections. Oh, oh, I know this one. The CMAs. You're close. The AMAs. It's the AMAs. What, well, I don't know what that stands for. American Music Awards. Oh, and okay. let me tell you, if your name wasn't Taylor Swift, Cardi B, Camila Cabello, or Migos, you might as well – actually, no. Migos is there because Cardi B is there. You mm. might as well not even have shown up because those are the only people that want anything. Literally – Wait. Did Taylor Swift even put out anything in the last time? Like – Yes. What, what, when was Reputation yes. released? At, at, within the past year. Oh. It, actually, I don't actually know that. I feel like it was longer ago than that. She won. Okay, won what? She. Um, let me like bring the it up The only thing quick. I've heard about Taylor Swift in the last week is that she endorsed two Democratic candidates for the House in Tennessee. Okay, let me rephrase that. I missed book. I missed a very important person. Is she registered to vote in Tennessee? Probably. Hmm. Uh, I missed a very important person who also won and who should be there. Carrie Underwood also won the country female artist. Um, I thought she lived in New York. So Taylor Swift won Artist of the Year. She has a whole song about it. Camila Cabello won... New Artist of the Year. Who is Camila Cabello? Um, she was once part of Fifth Harmony, and then she left to sing that song, um, Havana. Oh. Uh, I've she heard of it. She has a whole album. Um, it, yeah, it, well, that's not her only song. She has another one as, as well. She has a whole album, I think. Um, so Reputation did one win the Pop Slash Rock Album of the Year. Um, it was only up against Divide, Ed Sheeran. Oh, okay. And Scorpion by Drake. And then Migos Ron. That is Ron, a that's pop. a. Uh, what? I guess that that's fair. Yeah, Migos won um pop rock duo or group. Sean Mendez won adult contemporary artist. Carrie Underwood won country female artist. Havana was the best pop rock song by Camila Cabello. Apparently, DJ Khaled is a soul and R&B artist as opposed to a pop rock artist. I thought he was just a producer. Uh, no, he won... Um, Does he sing? Uh, he says, DJ yeah, that's, Khaled! He's <laughs> not singing, though. Yeah, I don't know. And then um, Taylor Swift won Tour of the Year, which I didn't know was a thing. Cardi B won Rap Slash Hip Hop Artist. This is all very confusing to me. Yeah? Okay. But For whatever her album is called? No, no, no. Not necessarily the fact that Cardi B won Rap Slash Hip Hop Artist, but how she can win that and then, like, Amigos can win a category that's called pop rock. Yeah, I I was okay. I was gonna quibble with this, and segue into what I want to talk about, which is what is pop? Because yeah. to me, pop is different than things that are popular, and apparently that is not a widely shared belief. So another thing that we did this past week was we played Stardew Valley with 
our brothers and had a long conversation about last week's podcast about mm-hmm. pop music and folk music. Like traditional folk music. Right, right, right. Essentially, last week's podcast, if you listen to that. Um, and Anthony, so, yeah, so, Anthony from Pittsburgh greatly disagreed with with uh, with me because I think we have different definitions of what pop is. Right. I would I would clarify that I don't think you necessarily disagreed. I think that you were coming at it from different angles and different definitions of pop, so there was confusion. Nope, gotta have massive hype, Adrian. We've we we launched a a beef for the century. Uh, call us. You both wrote songs about it. Yeah, call us Pusha T and Drake because I'm gonna find all his skeletons in his closet. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Check anyway. out SoundCloud for my diss track. It, you're going to search in vain. It's there. Unbeknownst to me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is not important. Well, maybe it is important because I'd be interested in listening to that. But anyways, what was the disagreement? So to me, pop is its own distinct genre of music and that things that are popular uh, like I reckon so I guess the the biggest disagreement that Anthony would say pop has changed in the last however years we've been alive because different things are popular now than what used to be popular and to me that's a crazy like just nonsense statement because pop is its own genre so other genres being more or less popular doesn't change what to me pop hasn't changed right so so what's the dis- this distinction between pop music and like popular music i guess is what you're yeah, saying yeah pop is its own style right so like country music is popular country music might be more popular than pop but it's not pop music because it's right. pop like despite its popularity it's not pop because pop is its own genre right and you can have like pop country yeah which is country music that has more of a pop feel which is like red. i don't actually know if you i don't really know if you can have pop country but i it's a genre in my mind at least yeah it, it you can trace it the entire thing through like taylor swift's last three albums right like pop country pop and like she wanted to be pop hip-hop but I don't know if she really was on whatever Honestly, this last album was. Reputation. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you could go back even further to maybe like her very first albums and call that pop country, to be honest. I have no idea what her very first albums were like. So You should give them to listen. They're pretty good. Speak Now is pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Although that's, that's not her oldest. I don't see myself listening to that, but who that's, knows? That's fair. That's fair. And so to me, it is that's that's ridiculous that Migos won a pop rock award because they're right. not a pop or rock band. No, it I agree. It it doesn't really seem to Yeah, it it just seems to fly in the face of what those those whole categories didn't really make any sense to me. Um 
Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird that they would wrap pop and rock into the same category. Though, based on what Anthony's saying, 20 years ago, or not 20 years ago, 15 years ago, however many years ago, that would have made more sense. Um, right. I think just uh, awards shows are slow to adapt to the actual climate of the media that they're trying to recognize. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was reading about the Grammys, which apparently happened a while ago. Um, oh, yeah, they were really awkward because they were celebrating their diversity and only giving awards to white people. That's right. That's right. Um, but they were saying the Grammys, by say, splitting things between drama and comedies, really does not understand the current landscape of TV where you have however you combine those words to be a single word that is currently escaping my mind. Um, Dramatic comedies? No, people, it's, there's a snappier thing. Also, the Grammys is not videos. What am I talking movies. about? The Emmys. There we go. Yeah. Yep. The Grammys is awesome music. Yeah. You're right. Uh, but the Emmys is is out of touch with the current TV landscape, even though they're like the highest judges of the TV landscape, right? Um, because uh, Atlanta, I think, is technically a comedy, but I don't think of Atlanta as a comedy, and I don't know if it thinks of itself as a comedy. I have not seen the show Barry, but I think it's in a similar camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I would say the AMAs. Or just behind the times, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. So, so do you think there's a problem of calling popular music pop music? Um, I just think it's not true. Like, mm. um, I think different genres of music are concerned with different things, right? Um, so... Like, a hip-hop group is concerned with carrying on the traditions of Mm hip-hop. And a rock group is concerned with carrying on the traditions of rock. Um, And so to to say, if once they gain a certain amount of popularity, they're now this new thing that's pop, I I, I just, I don't think that makes any sense. Because they're completely different, so how do you... How do you compare them, I guess? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I think that's fair. Um, any other thought? I have a question that's kind of along the same veins, but it's going to take us in a different direction. So any other things you want to talk about music specifically? Uh, music specifically, I, I will say Wikipedia agrees with me, and it is not because I edited it. Um, <laughs> but Wikipedia agrees with me that uh, while pop, and popular music were synonymous in the 40s and 50s. They diverged as terms uh, in the 50s and 60s, where the pop aesthetic uh, gained its its own kind of definition, which is a very vague definition, but as different than what is merely popular. Right, um, right. Yeah, because, uh, like... 
anything can be popular, but the, like that doesn't make it pop music. Like if mm-hmm. we all started listening to Bulgarian folk music, which is which is really weird. Um, and if you've watched The Ghost in the Shell, I think it'll uh, be familiar. I have not watched either or listened to much Bulgarian folk music, but I, <laughs> that's just a fact that I, I know. Um, it wouldn't make it pop music just because it's popular. It would still be Bulgarian folk music, and right. it would still be a very weird time looking back in history. Like, what on earth was a Bulgarian folk band topping the charts for in 2019? Fair. In this hypothetical future. <laughs> In 2019. No, this is looking back from like 2054. Looking right, back, right, right. But saying like, what on earth happened in 2019? Where? But but Bulgarian you're already predicting. In the charts. Yeah. You're predicting that in 2019 we're gonna start listening to Bulgarian folk music. Yeah, and like Bulgarian folk innovators will be the the dominant cultural force. Let's do it. I think we should start that trend. Okay, great. You heard it here, folks. You have two months. <laughs> To find Bulgarian folk music, once 2019 hits, only Bulgarian folk music from here on out. I'm looking forward to it, honestly. It's very ephemeral or ethereal. I don't know what either of those words mean or whatever the word you're trying to say, what it means. It's like airy and mysterious. Yeah. Oh, is that what you said? It sounded like you said ethereal. It depends. Anyways. It depends on how you spell it. I would try to spell it with an e. Old school, you have that a e combination that Ross from Friends likes. Shout out to Zach from State College. <laughs> That's the only episode of Friends that I've seen. For some reason, he's talking how do you about pronounce that. He's talking about an encyclopedia, and he says, "Oh, you're saying it wrong. It should be encyclopedia." Ah. Uh. So it's the A. Yeah. Because they have that in Icelandic, too. And we were mm. wondering, how mm-hmm. do you pronounce that? It's a long A. Yeah. But anyways, my my question was, is... So I'm going to transition from pop music to pop culture. With my seamless Friends reference. Yeah. Sure. Did not think about it, but mm-hmm. yes. Great segue. Thank you. Is... Pop culture good slash should I, as a human being in America, or wherever you are, but I'm going to I'm a human being in America, make efforts to enrich and learn pop culture? Um, well, just as a sidebar, I'm, fans in Ukraine, if you s- still exist... I think you guys could be on the cutting edge of that Bulgarian folk music trend. Um, yeah, they're pretty close to Bulgaria, yeah, to be honest. much closer than the United States. Though the internet kind of um, helps mitigate that that difference for us. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, is pop culture good? Maybe. Um, like, it depends. What? So, what is pop culture? Yeah, that's a good question. Are you asking me? Yeah, because again, I don't. I disagree that everything that is popular is pop culture. Okay, well, then we might disagree because I think that pop culture is the pop culture is the base is like the knowledge base 
that you have to have in order to interact in society. That's pretty broad. Um, you don't think that's broad no, or you disagree? No, no, no. I, I think pop culture is useful for that, but they're, like the knowledge base of culture is broader than pop culture. Yes, that's true. Pop culture, okay, so then I'll start over again with a slightly different definition. Pop culture is a, basically it's an understanding of media that is frequently used inside of a culture. I, that that's just made up on the spot. So I don't really know. Not the media itself, but how we understand it. Yes. Okay. Uh, what do you mean by that? So the use of po- the use of of media in a culture. So, for instance, I, I and I think I don't, I don't think it's necessarily things that are. It doesn't have to be, like, new. So, for instance, like, Star Wars is very much a part of pop culture, for instance. Like, people all, like, everybody, just like the idea that everybody knows, like, the Luke, I am your father, even though that's the wrong phrasing. Or, um, just, so, I think that this is, is, so, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but I, I think that's a too broad of a definition of pop culture, because then, like, religion... I I think if I'm understanding your view right, religion would be pop culture, and I wholeheartedly yeah. disagree. I think that the understanding of religion and how it is used in cultural setting is a part of pop culture. What is your definition of pop culture? Uh, I so I I would try to though this like tramples on the toes of artists. Um, but I, to me, it's the purpose of the creation of something. Like, the intent of the work makes it pop culture or not. So I I don't know if I agree with that, but continue to elaborate. So maybe I understand. So to me. Like so, I'm gonna use Christianity as an example again. Christianity is numerically popular, though I, that's that's I don't like that phrase at all. But it is numerically popular in America. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's pop culture because the intention of like the intention of the New Testament is not to make money or influence uh, it's 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 like not for advertising right and i i think that's a big part of what makes pop culture pop culture it's at so so i would disagree because probably because our definitions are different so for you pop culture it is what like an actual thing, like a song or a movie or a TV show? Uh, like pop, Stranger Things is pop culture. Pop culture is like it's like a canon. Like the Western canon includes 
books. Canon as part. in like the a, a body of a body works of works that yeah. incorporate. Yeah, so to me pop culture is a body of works. Hmm. So so stranger things would be a part of pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a constituent of pop culture. Okay. It's it's like um like to me every like media is all building off of itself. And so some of the blocks of pop like some of the foundations of pop culture I agree are like lifted from things that I don't consider to be pop culture. Um but they're repurposed for the purposes of pop culture, which to me is to make money. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I see what you're saying, but I still think that pop culture is more is more about the references than it is about the actual material or the idea that they're trying to get across. Uh, what do you mean by? So like, I don't have to have seen Star Wars to understand a Star Wars res- reference. I don't. I don't have to have experienced. I I don't have to have watched Friends to know what Friends is about, or to understand vaguely who the characters are and and make those references. Um, so I think it's less about the entity itself and more about how it has been integrated into our daily lives and the way that we interact with people. So you like cultural knowledge is pop culture to you? Yeah. So in that sense, Christianity would fall into pop culture, not not the idea of Christianity itself, but the things that have been integrated into our society that have been pulled from that the, that those are ideas or or objects or people or whatever have been pulled from sayings that are now integrated into our culture. That if you're unfamiliar with our culture, you would hear this. Neither you'd either miss the context or can be completely lost. Um. Okay, I I yeah I I still disagree with that definition of pop culture, but we'll we'll roll with it. Well, I can. I also see what you're saying though too, because it is the the works are important, right? Like, you you have to. You're not going to be able to get you're you're not really going to be able to understand the references or whatever if you don't understand the body of work that it's coming from. Yeah, I, but I think to me, like everything is its own canon, kind of, and those canons all have different purposes, um, mm-hmm. and they're all like intentionally self-referential to themselves um, and there can be some overlap in that um, but to me yeah so to me what defines the pop culture canon is that it is a vehicle through which people are making money that's the to me that's the primary purpose of pop culture but that might be a very cynical view of pop culture. And I think it is because I don't think everything criticized. that finds itself into pop culture has the goal of making money. Give me a counterexample. Just like memes in general. Like what what meme exists to make money? 
so I wouldn't consider memes pop culture, but based on that definition, but I recognize that is kind of a a ridiculous um, right assertion. Though, so sticking to my guns, I would say memes are a niche culture, like a niche subculture. Okay. Okay. Um. I'll keep thinking of something because I think there's some, there's got to be more, but I but I don't think that like it, it, it's weird though because not all things that for are made for the purpose of making money are pop culture. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. So then, what else delimitate? Delimitates. Delineates. What I'm looking for? Delineates. Yeah. What else delineates it? Um, they're like cultural works like like so like uh food is produced to make money right but there's also like other there's also like other movies or tv shows or books that are all created to make money or to tell or whatever uh, under your block but they aren't a part of pop culture because nobody reads them or nobody watches that show or there's only a few people that watch the show but nobody that's it doesn't have a large enough following that it actually becomes integrated in what i would consider part of pop culture yeah so i would say those are part of their own niches because because they're not trying to be in the vein of pop culture I think so. I would consider things that are not popular that are trying to be pop culture are still pop culture, and things that are successful but are also not trying to be a part of pop culture aren't pop culture. Interesting. Okay, because it, so you're still working off the definition that pop culture isn't just what is popular. Right. It's its own. It's its own canon. So like, um, if someone writes a book uh, that's like building off of like the western canon literary influences even if it becomes very popular I would say it's not pop culture because it's not trying to be I almost completely disagree with that but anyways we're going to move on we're going to move on and talk about whether or not it's good Somehow, even though we have disagreeing definitions, right? Which is always the bl- the best place to start a discussion from. It, it is. It's literally one of the worst, actually. But we're <laughs> gonna do it anyways. Um, so is it is is it good? Um, it depends on what you mean by good. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we can agree on that. But who knows? I don't like like morally good, useful. Because I would be willing to say it's useful. I don't know if I'd be willing to say it is morally good. Okay. Because so, based on that video that I sent you that you apparently didn't watch, uh, no, didn't have time. Idea Channel finale part two, uh, where they're talking about their method and defending overthinking pop culture. Um. And so he says. Pop culture is useful because it is this common language that we have for interacting with people. It's like a, it's the the canvas, I guess, that we have to engage with people. So, like, we can use uh, Avengers Infinity War to talk about utilitarianism and... Um, 
duty based ethics um or so and then or you could just be the good place and just cut out the middleman and talk about it yourselves um so to me the good place is weird uh because it's like straddles the like western philosophy canon and mm-hmm. pop culture canon in a very strange way because uh in an episode it'll reference Ponchburger while also talking about um different uh ethical foundations interesting and ethical frameworks so the good place is an interesting show that that would have been a that would have been a good counterexample okay um so yeah i think I think it is good to an extent but also not good to an extent. I'm not sure if we talked about this on the podcast or just in person, but like um, pop culture and what I would consider pop culture, which would be like references and, and understanding um, things is good because it allows those references to be made and people to understand things. And which is like when you mentioned the infinity war things is basically what half of this majority of this podcast is, Mm -hmm. is us referencing pop culture things and using those as a way to talk about different things. Right. Um, so that's good. That's the good aspect of it. But then you also, the thing, what I was referencing about whether we've talked about before is when you watch a video, one of PewDiePie videos where he's like talking about memes and they have this really weird culture there where they have all these references to things that I have no idea because I'm not a part of that Because it's a culture. Niche. Right, right. So I'm not a part of that culture, but there is a large number of people who understand that and find that hilarious as opposed to me who I'm left out into the dust and don't have an idea what's going on. So that's the extent that I think that pop culture can be good is that it can bring people together but it also has the ability to also separate people and cause division with people who don't actually have that base of understanding. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, that's basically what we're talking about with memes, uh, that understanding memes is basically just like subgroup capital, like subcultural capital, basically. Right. Uh, if you get what's going on, but that's like, that's always been a thing for subgroups. And and it is and it even exists even in the most popular things. I mean, you're still going to have people who have never seen friends or never seen the office or the things that you would say are like this is like literally the most like well-known and popular thing. There's still going to be people who don't understand those references. Yeah, I had a person from Iran tell me I'm a bad American for not having watched friends. Uh yeah. So I I I might agree with that, but I might also be okay with that. Um, right, right. So uh, that's interesting. I just read an article about um, PC today, and it was uh, it was an article talking about a research article some people published about uh, polarization in America and mm-hmm. how you have the radical wings that say racial bias the far right says racial bias is not a problem and PC is a huge problem the far left says PC is not a problem and racial bias is a huge problem and then 
like 75% of everyone else in America says they're both a problem. And th- this paper just calls them the exhausted majority, uh, which which has got to be – that's like that's the amazing. best term I've heard yeah. for political polarization this year probably. Um, and so talking about like how, how you view memes, apparently that's the, the majority view of PC across like gender, race – age not always income but largely income uh is that it's kind of an in-group status signifier like understanding really super dank memes right if you know all the the correct terms to refer to people that's not seen by everyone as an effort to restore you know, justice, but as a as a status signifier for in groups. So mm-hmm. I think that is a, and so to me, that's not a problem with popular culture, because memes aren't popular culture. I'm sticking with my guns now because I I I like this. I think Meme, that's so wrong. No memes. I, to me, memes are weird enough and have no regard for. Like they only have regard for memes. Maybe like the OG memes, like the mm-hmm. confused Wonka or something like that's clearly a pop culture reference. But uh, memes have apparently gone so far that they've removed themselves from that and now reference like the middle tier of like the secondary memes that were you know one step removed from the pop culture reference of the OG memes that aren't all pop culture references. So. To me, that nicheness is not really a problem for pop culture because you get niche by trying to distinguish yourself from pop culture. And to me, pop culture is driven by trying to be part of pop culture. Okay. So my final question is... And making money. Do we... So you kind of touched on this a little bit, I think. But do we seek to understand all of these aspects of culture, pop culture, so that we can better interact with more groups? Or do we say pop culture is not that important? You don't actually need to understand it. Um, both maybe uh, it like depends on what you want to do um yeah i think i think it is useful as a way to connect but i think it can be um like jean baudrillard's greatest fear is that pop culture becomes so self-referential that you lose the original referend and so the to him this is the real matrix though he he didn't use that term. It's where you're referencing something that's referencing something else, and then you completely lose contact with what you're originally referencing. It's like an idiom kind of that you don't know what on earth it is. It's just something that you say because other people right. say it. Right. Um, so to me, that's the if like if you just get caught in pop culture's reverberating bubble i guess to use a hip term 
I think you can lose touch with what to me the point of pop culture which is to connect people if the whole thing just kind of disconnects and floats away that's kind of you know defeating the poor the point yeah i actually think that's really good and also makes me actually potentially agree with you about memes not being part of pop culture because memes i think are at that point especially the PewDiePie memes mm-hmm. because those that that what you just described is that right yeah they yeah. they're reference it's like a meme referencing another meme and I'm not familiar with either of the memes so it's just stupid yeah and so in reality even like the the garlic bread memes right that's just essentially that's a meme of a meme mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the the idea of garlic bread memes is just a meme of a meme and so now it's like self-referencing and it's just come completely off the rails um and that's what causes those the the um the barriers and the walls to go up between groups of people because now yep. you you no longer understand the reference or or the point of the reference so if someone even so so yeah okay i i can agree i'm not completely buying that memes aren't part of pop culture but i do agree that pop culture is good and we should try to understand it to the extent that it's going to help us interact with the majority of people Mm -hmm. but it's also Mm -hmm. important i think to realize if you're in a group of with a group of people who don't understand the pop culture references that you're using just stop using the pop culture references Mm -hmm. and just use normal what you're trying to say i mean Anything that you're trying to get across by using a pop culture reference can be described in normal words that everybody can understand. Right, which I, um, I think is is the, the yeah, because pop culture, ideally, I guess, is like a shorthand for an idea. Um, right. And so I th- that's kind of the main critique of like modernist literature, to, to my mind, is that by trying to get so much meaning into like a contained thing you you just lose everything else and then you're you're just a a bubble of literature right so mm-hmm. and that's what that's why i say like you can't pick up ulysses and just read it because it's so dependent on things that have come before it uh like you can pick up ulysses and just read it but you have you won't know what's going on because it's so ingrained in the literary literary fiction canon um and so memes though i didn't think i would compare ulysses to memes today i i think they they can fall into the the same trap so i think what pop culture tries to do is be broad enough so this is where getting to to money it it tries to be broad enough that everyone can connect to it and then everyone watches it and they get ads for that. Um, Because I'm cynical. Uh, So, yeah, I think pop culture can be useful. But often, people, like, want to close off their thing from pop culture and drift away. I've been watching, like, in-depth Star Wars videos just because I was like, I liked The Last Jedi. I thought it was fine. 
what did people hate about it? And so watching mm-hmm. these like hardcore Star Wars videos, it's like these people have completely different ideas of what Star Wars is than than me, who is like mm-hmm. I think a like slightly more than casual Star Wars fan, but they're like, how does this? you know finish complete this the star wars saga how does this balance the force and i was like i did not think of these movies as a continuation of the star wars saga like that was not my my thought going into this because they're like anakin's the main character of the he's he is the overarching character of the first two and so Mm -hmm. he's got to be the arcing character in this last one too so they're like oh maybe the helmet is imbued with Vader's spirit. And they were really mad when Kylo Ren smashes his helmet and stops wanting to be Vader. And I'm like, that's character growth for Kylo Ren. But they're like, right. oh, that's rejecting all the other trilogies. And I'm like, that's the point. Right. Um, so anyway, all this to say, I think the tendency is often to – I'm something of it as like a bubble field, right? And you have like smaller bubbles – kind of pinch off and float away. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the tendency when you're really engaged in something because it's easier to do, like, idea shorthands than when everyone knows what you're talking about. Um, so the goal, I think, of pop culture is to keep everything broad. Interesting. We're out of time for me to have a rebuttal about what I, how I would say pop culture is. I, I still think that it's less about – so basically my idea is pop culture is what is popular, and, and whereas yours is just not coming from that perspective. But anyways, we can disagree. Austin, yes. recommendations for this week. Um, well, as I did largely nothing this week, I did watch a lot of hockey and – I've enjoyed watching hockey. Um, if you haven't seen the Blackhawks Leafs game, you should at least watch the extended game on YouTube. It's like eight minutes long, or the compressed game. It's a wild finish. Jonathan Matthews, and, no Austin Matthews, and Patrick Kane yeah. are on fire. It's great to watch. I looked at the the league stats. He's got Today, seven goals in three games, Austin it, Matthews. Austin, so the leading scorers, Austin Matthews, Jonathan or John Tavares, both for the Leafs, yep. and then I think it's Patrick Kane. Yeah. And then, like, literally every other category, like points, assist, is also just all Leafs and Blackhawks right Well, now. the Leafs have scored, like, seven goals in both of their games. So, yeah. or... Uh, two out of three games, anyway. So, um, and then I would also recommend... So, I don't want to diss the book that I'm currently reading, but it's going to come across that way. Uh, I'm going to recommend The Wheel of Time. Uh, because, so, I'm reading this book for the book club that I joined. Um, called The Fifth Season by N.K. Someone. And so, I'm reading this book and I'm like... This feels exactly like the Wheel of Time. Like, not, it doesn't all feel exactly like the Wheel of Time, but it's like, 
many of these elements feel like they're directly from the Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. And and so, in reading this, and then also r- reading um, Sanderson's Stormlight Archives, because to me, I, I think the pacing has got away from him somewhat, especially in his last book. And so I, by reading other books, I've become more impressed with Robert Jordan's pacing and world building in the Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, yeah, just, like he, he stole the first book from the Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's fine. Because he does other stuff with it then. So I'm reading this book now and I'm like, I, f- I feel like you're trying to manipulate me into liking this character without doing any work just by saying you. Like, normally books are in first or third person. Mm-hmm. This one's in second person for the character that you're supposed to identify with. And I'm like, I hate this. Get get out of here. Interesting. Um, so, The Wheel of Time. It will take you a long time. Um... Uh, and the wheel of time spins on and winds pass from east to west. Uh, it'll take you forever, but it, it's uh, it's pretty good. I think if I ever read the wheel of time, I'm just gonna read the first three books, which are the only three that I have on my shelf. Yeah, it doesn't. It gets more impressive as it goes, though, because he's able to keep so many balls in the air. All right. But there's like 70 books. There's only 15? 15 or 16, I think. Oh, and it's uh, becoming a TV show. Yeah. Which I also, I've, that's also why I've been thinking about The Wheel of Time a lot, because I have worries about what they're doing. Valid. Well... You know what you should have been doing this week when you had nothing to do? What should I have I been doing? You should have been listening to music because there were some new albums that were released this week. You might have actually listened to them. So No, I didn't. I There's like three albums that I was like, oh, I should listen to these this week and then have listened to none of them. Well, I think I might have two of them, but I don't know. The first one is Trench by mm-hmm. Tournament Pilots. Um, it It's interesting. Um, I think that so far it's my least favorite of their albums, um, which isn't too surprising, but, um, it's, it's okay. There's a couple songs that I really like. I, the song, my blood is my favorite right now. Um, just to, actually just in general, it's a really good, I really enjoy it. Um, so that's probably my favorite. Um, I also like what other what other ones do I like? I like um, Morph and um, Smithereen. Those are kind of like those. Those all have very similar styles, and they're like the Twenty One Pilots style that I like, as opposed to some of the other stuff. Um, the other album is um, Burn the Ship. Burn the Ships. Yeah, two out of three so far. By uh for King and Country. They're just so good. I don't I don't know how they do it. 
Um, but they're so good. And like every album just continues to be so good. They continue to have just like great messages inside of brilliant songs and like beautiful music. Um, I don't really know how to explain it without just continuing to express just how good they are. Um, yeah, they're just so good. Um, their music video for Burn the Ships is very impressive. They like, they don't actually blow up a ship, but it looks like it. Um, but yeah, it's really good. I don't know what the third album is. I don't so. know if I do either, so. Okay, That's excellent. Cool. So that I got, basically got two for two. Um, but yeah, those are my recommendations for this week. Check them out. Um, I was bummed that Burn the Ships is not completely on Yeah. Amazon Prime Music, so that was I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what was happening there, because I was like, is this not a full album? Like, what's going on? It's this, they have the singles. The same thing happened when I tried to download Divide last week. Oh, and shout out to Tyler from All Gray, though I guess he's in wherever Cedarville Cedarville is now, Cedarville. Um, And I agree that saying Ed Sheeran is good is too mainstream. But I also can't deny it, so. That's fair. That's fair. Well. So, yeah, I should I should have listened to those albums this week. But yeah. well, there's always, week. yeah, there's always next week. Yeah. Well, let us know which of us you agree with on pop culture or if you have a completely different idea of what pop culture is. Tell us. That's not shocking. Because I'd be curious that you have a different idea of what right, pop culture I, means. I, yeah, but usually we can agree better than we did tonight. We don't. This was. I think I have line. a weird view of pop culture, so. I I do have a sneaking suspicion that more people will agree with me, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Whatever's popular is just a. Because yeah, but I, I, I just don't think that's true. But to me, it's not necessarily just what is popular. It's the things that come out of popular things. It, pop culture is more centered around the references, less about the actual media, I think. But, again, could be wrong. Let us know. Don't forget to do the things on... Um, <laughs> yeah. What's that platform called? iTunes. iTunes. We're also on Google Play Music. That's how most people listen to us, I think. I don't, I don't know, know if, if anybody you can uses rate, iTunes yet. share, and subscribe there, but if you can, do so. Email us questions or things that you want us to talk about. We might talk about them. And until and next when time. I say I mean at gmail.com. <laughs> we will see you next week.